Hello, lovers. Welcome to You Gotta Love It, the show where, fuck, you just, you distracted me a little bit there. Hello, lovers. Welcome to You Gotta Love It, the show where you tell us and the rest of the world the things that you love that we might have missed, the show where you can come to discover the best things you never knew existed, and the show where you can force us to sit through the worst entertainment you can find and say, well, you gotta love it. Or alternatively force us to sit through a recording session in a sauna yes well we're just forcing ourselves to do that my name is koji i am a part-time i don't know well i got a lot of part-time <laughs> jobs here <laughs> it's so hot yeah I, I i'm a part-time sauna enthusiast and uh Ooh, full-time too poor to buy AC. <laughs> full-time sweat machine. Yeah, so, oh yeah. And with me, as always, is my good friend and Bay enthusiast, Andrew Patterson. Queen Bay. Queen Bay. So, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing with today's episode. It was an interesting one. We got a musical suggestion... Uh, a band by the name of, uh, what were they called again? La Luz. Yeah, La Luz. And a You Gotta Love It. Although, I'm not sure if it was supposed to be a You Gotta Love It or a... Andrew's Gotta Love It. A suggestion or whatever. <laughs> but like, the idea was they wanted to force us to sit through it. So I, you know, I stashed it in the You Gotta Love It section. So we right. looked at uh, Beyonce's Lemonade. Hmm. Before we get started, though, this weekend, walking soccer. Right. Are you ready? First overall draft pick. We explained it in an earlier episode. I am ready. You got to yeah. steal that stomach a little. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm not feeling so hot right now, but I'm confident that I'll be ready to go. Oh, that's interesting because I am feeling really fucking hot right now. Oh, like, yeah? Like, super, yeah, super guess, hot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you did there. Yeah. It's so hot that I didn't see what you did there. For the first <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I don't feel good. So whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready uh, to put on for my team. Yeah. Um, hopefully we'll be champions. Hopefully. I'd like to, you know, <clears throat> you know, we actually won one, one year, my team. Yeah. So the, my team in walking soccer is pretty notorious. We lost the first three years in a row like dead last place hmm. and then the year after that we took first place nice. and I, a lot of it had to do i think with my buddy josh square my bandmate he put the team on his back though he's actually like fairly uh you know he's good at sports athletic yeah fairly athletic dude so i mean it wasn't just we had him. a good we had a good run last year yeah well last year was just all about the draft that was I had a bunch of untested rookies, but I knew in my heart of heart that they would hearts that they would oh, be shit, uh, man. It was so tight. I gotta get the trophy this year so that or some sort of reward so I can put it on my trophy shelf along with my Drift King trophy. I was hoping the, to get from the first annual Cario Mart tournament. Oh yeah. Yeah, you won that. I see I showed up late. Yeah. Showed up late after everyone was all and drunk and shit. A trophy and a t yeah, Chris was lying on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> or no, that was No, no. That was the second that was like a no, that was, that was, was that a different one? race. Was that the one at Tom's? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a series. It's like the indie or something. Right. Like it, it travels around. But the first one, the inaugural Cario Mart tournament, I still have that sick trophy. This is also made. a drinking game in which 
you start uh, a race of Mario Kart with a beer, and it has to be finished by the time you hit the finish line. However, you can only drink it when your cart is not moving. Yeah. So you either got to hit the brakes at some point. And then or... also the stupid rule that I'm still bitter about that they made up for the last, for that one that was at Tom's, where yeah. if you drove off the track and uh, what's his name? Lakitu yeah. had to pick you up. You couldn't drink then either. It had to be like you were at a dead stop. No, that's silly. It's, I agree. I agree. Tom, like, that we're should, talking to you. That should be we the need time. You to re- yeah, yeah. Should, totally. Anyway. Yeah, we are talking to you, but we'll never be talking to you on mic, ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to become like that Matt Damon, Jimmy Kimmel thing. We're just always <laughs> just start a beef. Nobody knows. Nobody's going to know. Well, we're talking about. He might just bomb in uh, in the next episode or whatever, though, you know. Oh, he's definitely going to try now. Yeah, Wait, yeah. is this going to come out before Walking Soccer or after? After. After, yeah. Well, we won't know the outcome. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, let's let's rewind a little bit and talk about our hidden gem, La Luz. Luz? La Luz? Yeah, La Luz. I don't know. L-U-Z? La Luz? Yeah. Luz? Uh, it's like a modern down tempo kind of surf shoegazy surf rock band yeah yeah um cool idea cool concept loved i was saying i mean if i'm honest maybe it's because i didn't give it enough listens but it kind of i read the first time i was listening to it i was really into the first two tracks i was like oh yeah like the intro is amazing and i was like i'm ready for this and then i just kind of lost me like i just kind of checked out it's sort of like everything after track two kind of blend together but uh full disclosure i was operating on not very much sleep and had been working a lot for many days straight like through the long weekend and so i was kind of like you know i was listening on my headphones Mm -hmm. but you know i i like to normally like when this podcast aside from this podcast i like to like really focus when i listen to music especially the first time through like i don't i'm not just gonna put that shit on in the background but it could have also just been because i was so mentally and physically exhausted that i was like oh yeah this is good and then just kind of spaced you yeah know? well i think it kind of goes back to what we were saying the first time you experience a band and your feelings towards that band have a lot to do with what's going on while you know that totally. you're having that first experience absolutely i i really liked it a lot and when it first started i was like oh i'm not gonna like this i don't know really yeah i don't know why i just like was like ah this is you know, kind of like what you would expect maybe a Zoe De Chanel character to play, like to be in this band in a movie or something. You know what, I, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I got what you're saying. It's kind of like a, yeah, you expect in a twee movie, yeah. an indie rom- romantic drama, you expect somebody to be like, hey, do you want to come check out my shoegaze surf rock band later tonight? Yeah. Or, or just be like, check out my band. And then she's like, just s- sultrily, what, yeah. I don't know. What the what that? Sultrally a word? No, I get what you're saying though. But you know what I mean. I got the thrust. Yeah. She's just like swaying back and forth to the music, not really playing an instrument, looking yeah. in the guy's eyes. It kind of. I yeah. also like. It gave me the feeling of like a Tarantino kind of like. Um, yeah, it was the surf rock aspect yeah. of it. I think coming through the guitars, the like. But but also just like the songs didn't. They were like almost serious in tone, like a little dark and serious. Which yeah. anyway, it totally won me over. I I really enjoyed it. I would like to say also, this is something that, uh, granted, I haven't updated in a little while because I've been so busy, but my blog, my music blog, which focuses on uh, the visual 
and well, not not strictly visual, but all of the other creative aspects of music, like uh, album art, gig posters, uh, web music video and film, you know, um, set design, all that kind of stuff. Would sure. love this. Right. Re- In fact, I probably will post something about it because the album art is sick. I thought I thought it was great. It, it caught my eye immediately. And I think that that's kind of what got me geared up for the first couple of tracks. Just like when, you know, when you see something where you're like, I want to like this because the album art looks awesome. Mm-hmm. That was basically what I experienced here. But yeah. So I, I mean, I'm by, by no means am I denouncing this record or saying that it's bad. In fact, it's something that I will probably revisit when I'm less uh, crippled with exhaustion. But yeah. Uh, yeah. At first pass, it just kind of lost its appeal to me uh, like you know a third a half of the way through uh, mm-hmm. for whatever reason but i i you know the other thing is that uh in the album's defense i find that i think we've talked about this a little bit i find that happening more now i think probably b- because of age yeah um you know i make a lot of effort like i love music and i make a lot of effort to be constantly introducing myself to new stuff but it's also gotten to the point where you know I've listened to so many, basically the only genres that are exempt are maybe like post-hardcore and like hip-hop, but I've listened to so many, you know, like electronic production with like a female vocals type bands that now when somebody's like, yo, have you heard this new one that's super sick? I listen to it. I'm like, this just sounds like a less good version of like five to 10 other things I've heard. So I think that that there's the basically there's a lot of things going against this like not in its favor basically when i set up set out to listen to this but mm-hmm. um yeah i yeah i mean i don't listen to a lot of that type of stuff in fact i don't listen to a lot of music uh with female lead singers not because they have female lead singers it just doesn't really um it's not on the radar i mean Granted, like you look at the suggestions that I've been making for music, most of it's like emo or indie or or something like that, but like post-hardcore. And there's not a lot of female vocalists in that genre, you know? So it's, uh, that's probably... Let's try to think of some right now. Let's try to think of some. Hoplon, kind of? Yeah. Well, see, that's a good one, though. You introduced me to that. and um, Tsunami Bomb. Most recently, yeah. And then there's... um, Distillers. There's a there's a lot of girls, uh, females who sing on um, on tracks with uh, what's Max Koji? Max Bemis's Evan band. Weiss. Oh, say anything. Say anything. Yeah, isn't that his wife from uh, in a lot of them from? Uh, oh, what band is she from? That's gonna drive me nuts. Anyway. Yeah. They're I mean, out there. Yeah. Oh oh. Uh, Tancred. The guy from um, Taking Back Sunday. Adam Lazar? No. Oh, the Straight Light Run. Straight Light Run, yeah. yeah. John Nolan? His sister. Right. Yeah, yeah. Was it Michelle Nolan? Yeah. Is that her name? That's a good one. Yeah, there's some good ones. The, yeah, when they're out there, they're great. And it's like it makes mm-hmm. you want there to be more of them, for sure. Yeah. Hop Along is easily my favorite of the most recent, like, fucking what a great band anyway yeah and to be clear i didn't mean that i felt like la luz was like one of those like electronic bit like it's a different genre but i just like i do listen to a lot of shoegazy female vocal type bands like tamarin is one that comes to mind uh gliss there's like a lot of because i love that shit (laughs) my bloody valentine a couple steps removed and then like throwing in other elements but 
Yeah, I think I think what I'm get saying is that I just need to give it another chance because you know at the time of recording maybe I feel like I haven't done it justice or given it a fair shake. Right. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. So I'm not sure who suggested this, but let me just tell you some of their other suggestions for positive things. Mm-hmm. The comic book series saga. Okay, got the, it. I got the first volume. The video games Mirror's Edge and FTL. What? Who? Uh, Ooh, do we know who this is? Because the movie Fantastic Mr. Fox. By the way, all of those things listed. It might as well have been my suggestions because I love Fantastic Mr. Fox is probably one of my favorite uh, Wes Anderson films, if not my favorite. Uh, Are you cussing at me? What's that? Are you cussing at me right now? <laughs> uh, FTL is uh, cluster cuss. Is one of the my favorite. It's. Uh, have you ever played FTL? No. Oh, Faster it's like, than light. Yeah, it's like a roguelike PC game, kind of 8-bit, 16-bit graphics, and it's turn-based. You kind of like build up your ship to try and survive your way through space to get home. Cool. And like it's all sorts of random occurrences. It's it's hard to explain. Hmm. And there's not a lot of combat per se. I mean, you do fight other ships, but essentially you just, you know, you take a turn, you're like, shoot or fire missiles or whatever it is, and then they go, and then you go, and then they go, and it's like... Cool. It's old school. Yeah. It sounds almost like one of those, like, remember those old uh, notepad-based PC games? Like yeah. The, what was it? Zork? Is that Yeah, that the original right? Zork. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, and Mirror's Edge. Brilliant. Yeah. Mirror's Edge, still a criminally, get, do you mind? <laughs> a criminally underrated, or I think, maybe not underrated. Yeah. I think both of them. I think the new one got a bad rap. I think it's one of the, it has the best, some of the best art direction I've ever seen in a video game series. And I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, Mirror's Edge is great. The good recommendations. Yeah, listen to Whoever this. you are. Who is this? We uh, don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know who this this is. is from before, right? Before we started taking names. Okay. Uh, for the bad. Feel free to tweet at us if you're listening yeah. and you're like, oh, that's me that recommended all that stuff. For the bad video game, it's every time I play GTA, it feels like I'm wasting my time. Any of them. I know people like it, and it's not a bad game, but I could never get into it. Who are you, mystery person? I, I haven't been able to get into any of the GTAs. Other I can't than force myself one. into most of the new 52 stuff DC's putting out. Just lack of care, I guess. Hmm. I'm so curious as to who this is. You know? Yeah, fuck the new 52. But it's just... Oh, I man. guess DC feels the same way, right? They're wrapping up the new 52 right now, aren't they? Yeah, who's... It's called DC Rebirth or something. You know you're in trouble when you start rebooting comics. Although, both... When you start what? Rebooting oh, comics. yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Just let it go. Like in the good old days, in the 90s, you know, when I could have a Wolverine comic that got up over issue 100 as a milestone instead of every comic that I read only getting to like issue 12. Uh, okay, so... A lot of tangents this episode. Yeah. A lot of tangents. Let's get back on track here. But I I would say resounding check out Lelou's from me. Called, what was the album called? Weirdo Shrine? Yeah, I think so. That sounds right. And Andrew needs to check it out again. He's saying maybe, maybe not. Up next, we're going to talk about... Limonade. Yes. Pays L- lemonade. lemonade. Beyonce. Uh, for those of you, if there's anybody that exists that doesn't know who Bay is, to be clear, it's not just the album. We oh, watched. Yeah, we watched the film. The yeah. Mm. W- what was it called? It wasn't called a film. What 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 did? It... Oh, a visual album. 
Yeah. yeah. Fuck off. Well, come on. <laughs> we watched okay. the visual album. Yeah. A lot of themes thrown at you. Lot. Too many, I would... Eh, maybe not too many. Uh, visually... Just okay. a bunch of incongruous ones? Here's... Yes. So here's... How are we going to go about this? Are we going to break this down like... You know, usually I feel like we start with the good things or the bad things. Well, let's start with the things we didn't like because that's how you, we usually start and then okay, we, we so, roll into things we liked. Uh, I don't even know how... First of all, the middle kind of lost me a little bit. I was kind of getting bored. And I think the reason that I was getting bored is because... So this is not... It, I've seen other film projects like this right for example at the just before we started this I was visual albums you mean visual albums whatever you want to call it fka twigs who apparently just today put out a 52 minute feature film with a bunch of her live music and stuff like that uh she did this with her recent ep melissa where it's like five tracks that is a good length for something like this, in my opinion. Or Kanye West did his run, was it called Runaway? From My Beautiful Dark Twitter, where it was like several of the songs linked together. It was basically the exact same thing, Runaway, right? And it let, us, the, let us not forget Tenacious D also did this. Tenacious D. But I mean like, yeah, well, yes, Tenacious D. But I mean like in a way where it's like they, they have gotten <laughs> like, you know, a bunch of visionary people together and they create like this film project, right? This was just like too much for me. It was like a full album length. And I think that the fact that if you're going to do something that long, there needs to be a little bit more narrative and cohesion. And for the first part of it, I felt that there was. And then it just kind of like evaporated. Well, I, I would say that there's a pretty strong narrative in the beginning. The middle gets kind of weird. And in the end, there's also kind of yeah the opposite narrative. Yeah. So I think that was kind of maybe my biggest technical gripe with it was just that i felt like it was sort of uh here here's here's what i'll say i feel like there are there are aspects of it that's that are just pandering yeah it's like okay here are just a bunch of women only which is fine i mean the themes that she talks about in the beginning are women but like are, are women women's related themes but they're personal also so, all the men that feature on any of the songs none of them were actually in but there was lots of guest appearances from women who were not even performing which was interesting to me. Well, because I think the whole thing was about being a woman. Right. But what was weird to me was, especially the beginning and end parts being so personal. Yeah. I would have expected there to be less people. Like there was just a lot of women standing I, around staring yes, into so the distance. One of my exact notes says so much staring and the length of the, f of the film starts to make it feel not even oddly, I'll say now, because I wrote this like, while we're still watching it, it just makes it feel self-indulgent. Like there's like too much kind of like pouting at the fucking, like it well, just was, it was like, the, that's yeah. the story, right? But fuck, I don't know. Is it though? Like the whole beginning is how angry she is, right? Yeah. Which is like the first, like at least third of the album. Yeah. And then there's kind of some weird shit in the middle that doesn't really seem connected. And then there's just like, she just seems to just skim right over like, the forgiveness thing like she's just like i'm so angry and like fuck all this crazy shit and like my father and all of these like issues and women around well, the world and then it's just so sort she of like, kind of explains oh, also yeah like it's okay though she she kind yeah well that's it she kind of explains like okay uh here's a fucked up situation that i got into and i'm pissed about it and then she rolls over to like here's why it happened 
not not just uh, you know like you we can blame the other party, but but I also have some blame, and here's why. Yeah, and it's probably because of my upbringing, my family, and their upbringing and their family. Like it goes back and back. Yeah. And there's an interesting part where she's like, "Was I talking about your husband or your father?" Mm-hmm. Right? Like all all sassy yeah. and whatever. Like, and that's fine. Sort of glazed over accountability. That was like this. He just seemed like the shortest part. To well, me. that's it. The ending is just like, oh, well, now we're happy again. But I, I like, there was no explanation as to how they repaired it. Yeah, also, for anybody, because I don't know that we've actually said it, that Lemonade seems to me as a non Beyonce, Beyonce, non Beyonce uh, groupie to, is basically like, to put it in terms that somebody who listens to a lot of rap music, early rap music, it's, it's like the Jay-Z Beyonce, fuck, (laughs) Beyonce, the J-Bay beef record. It's like, oh yeah. Okay. So we'll just sum it up. I mean, yeah, she, she, clearly she gets cheated on at a point. Will not stop licking (laughs) my feet. It is so distracting. Uh, yeah. Sorry. is my roommate, which is, (laughs) makes it that much weirder. Um, so Beyonce gets cheated on and assuming I mean, we're going to assume this is a true story. H to the Izzo. Jay-Z. Um, Hove. and then she's like super upset about it, wants to destroy things. And then is like, well, first she, okay, hold on. Let's rewind even further. The beginning of the album is just suspicion. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, I think he's cheating on me. Mm-hmm. Then she finds out that she's being cheated on. Mm-hmm. And then she goes into like a rage about it. Mm-hmm. And then she goes into kind of despair and then she analyzes, okay, well, how did we get to this point? You know, he's to blame, but also like what we talked about before family and myself and, you know, it's a vicious cycle, all this stuff. And then it gets to a weird spot that I don't really understand after that. Yeah. Where it's like, uh, kind of about people who died in the flooding. Yeah. That's that part. Well, some of those parts just felt in New Orleans. Yeah. I think when you were saying pandering, some of it definitely felt, you know, because there's all this stuff about the Super Bowl performance and like, oh, yeah, like Black Power and like how Beyonce is finally like, you know, speaking out for like, but like she just fucking stuck a bunch of seemingly unrelated imagery into the center of this abstract kind of hour long mishmash of stuff. If it if it just and that to me just seemed kind of like, ooh, okay. I get, I mean, I get what you're saying and it's worth saying, but it just seemed, yeah, there just wasn't enough cohesion for me. It just seemed like a very indulgent, like abstract. And initially I was like into it. I was like, okay, cool. I see where we're going. And then just by the middle, I was like, okay, it's been like 35 minutes of like 80% women staring and then like a bunch of kind of weird, but you know. So um, here's, here's what I really liked about it though. Yeah. It was filmed. The beginning, well, okay. I mean, we'll we'll talk about production in a second, but the beginning, and I mean, there's certain aspects of it that, like, at first, I was like, "Is this a concept?" Because it would seem so personal, like almost too personal, that you're like, "Oh, this is probably not a real thing," right? But then you're like, "Oh shit, maybe it is real," and I really like that, and that's kind of why that middle part that we keep coming back to. Uh, upset me because I was like, oh, this is such a good personal thing. And now you're just talking about like the, these broader issues that have literally have nothing to do with what you were just talking about. No, like just get back to the, like your, it, you know, it's almost like your diary in film and in music. And I, I like that, you know, just focus on that. And then maybe, maybe you can kind of like shoehorn that stuff in at the end or something, you know, or maybe it's just two films, two different um, visual albums or whatever, whatever you want to call it. 
Yeah, I think. But it was shot amazingly. Yeah, the production value is uh, is amazing, like amazing. The costumes and like the sets were brilliant. So I like the, the music more than I thought I was going to. Because I don't. I mean, let's be. Uh, I like you know full transparency here. I didn't. I don't <laughs> listen to any of that. Yeah. I don't even know the names of Beyonce records. This is the first one I know, the name of really. And I mean, I've heard like you know, all the single ladies. Like I know all that shit, right? <laughs> but like this was this was a a departure from that for sure. I mean, you have to admit that this was vastly different than the normal like top forty Drunk pop songs. Yeah, I mean, I'll say so. Before I go off on some like negative tangent, mm-hmm. there's one frustrating thing. During the credits, starting during the credits, there was just like this sick beat where I was like, what, what is this? What is this? What is this coming in at the end here? And it, and there was this, all this cool imagery of like night vision of like all of these girls and like what looked like a locker room of like some stadium doing this like crazy jerky dance. It was kind of creepy. Uh, and then after the credits, it was like a full video. What was the song Formation? The single, I guess. And that was like my favorite part and it was fucking not even in the, it's like, it was like an after the credits scene at like a Marvel thing. And well, but I felt like that kind of went more with the middle part of the record. Like yeah, those was, things yeah. fit together very well. And totally. This, anyway, but I mean, ahead. even from a, a music, cause we we're talking about the music a musical perspective. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, since we just watched it uh, distill into something that, makes sense for somebody to listen to mm-hmm. how I feel about Beyonce, but uh, I would love to see more of that and less of the, because I guess for me, I just feel like, um, you know, we keep coming back to like, you know, when you've heard a lot of a certain type of music, sometimes something that other people love is like, le- has less impact for you. Sure. And I just think that there is a lot of people doing and not just like underground, like, oh, like, you know, fucking I'm like a record snob, like, but like, there's a lot of people that are doing what she does better. You know, I think that she has skill, a skill set and she has a certain type of talent, but yeah. like, I feel like she's not for me personally, she doesn't use it the way that I would want to see it be used because like when she sits in front of a piano and just is like singing, I'm like, there's fucking, you could count like 10 women in my opinion. Okay. But have hold, a better voice hold on, and hold write on. more interesting music. Here, here's the only problem that I would have with that argument. If sure. people didn't create things because there were other people doing it better, 99% of the art that we have wouldn't exist. Sure. But my, like in this case, who Beyonce is the top of the fucking world. Like people, so like maybe eat, she, sleep and breathe like that. People are just like singing her praises like she's fucking incredible. And I'm just like, well, OK, but hold on a sec. Like if I were to put up a line or like make you listen to just five, even take Alicia Keys is a good example, because Alicia Keys is like a similar, you know. Do you on it like this is fine? And this is where it comes down to like just taste and opinion. You know, I get that other people might not like it, but I would just find it difficult to like listen with a straight face if somebody said that they think that alicia keys is not better at singing and and even just like songwriting and piano than somebody like beyonce however Mm -hmm. the song formation where in in my opinion um and this kind of goes back to the thing we're talking about features i feel like a lot of women who are in soul r&b popular mainstream music yeah 
a lot of their singles, it's like they feel whether it's their management or their producer or whoever it is, it's like, okay, we get a sick producer. We got to have a feature on here. And it seems so rare that their music stands on their own. It's like people want to hear a verse. You know, I'm trying to just sort of, this was something that I ranted about right after we watched and I'm trying to kind of like re recapture it. But mm-hmm. formation to me yeah, sounded like it stands on its own. And that's why I love all of these other, you know, you talk about female musicians not having like a quality in music. And there's so many people that can do, you know, like a Banks or an FKA Twigs or St. Vincent or a yep. fucking Little Dragon. All these people that like refuse to have features and their music is interesting and original and great. And to me is like this whole album, the features she had were sick, like Jack White, you know, Kendrick Lamar, like I'm into that. But like yeah. the one song to me where I was like, this is different. This is original. This is energetic. This is like, to me personally, I'm like, it had my fucking attention. And I was like, oh, this is sick. Is felt in the scheme of this film, kind of like an afterthought. And as somebody who, again, like you has not listened to her whole discography because most of the time that I hear her singles, it sounds like this is not the type of music she's making. So I don't even bother digging deeper. This doesn't sound like something that she does a lot of. If Beyonce's next album entirely was produced by these people, like produced by song produced by James Blake and like featuring interesting people, not just fucking, you know, your DJ Khaled's and your, you know, whatever, whatever, like mainstream, other R&B guy, like a yeah. fucking Chris Brown or something, if they, she actually continued to get people like collaborate with people like Jack White yeah. and like make music to me that is interesting, that to me takes advantage of her talent and her skill set and like even her like ear and eye for like, you know, then just making stuff that to I, me is just kind of blase. I was expecting more female features on this album, especially considering the way that the the visual album is shot. Because it's all sort of, I don't, not women first is not the right way to put it, but it, it's female centric. Yeah. It's kind of like em- you, you, going for empowering some of it. Yeah. But you, so you think that like, it comes across that way. There might be most of it. Uh, more female features. Yeah, definitely. And, and so like the weird thing though, when I was talking about, um, and this, but okay, hold on, hold on yeah, before on. we, we, we get like so deep into it. Did you like it? I liked the beginning quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Middle to the end, didn't really care for. Okay, and then the better, very end, I be- thought was great. Better question: Did you like it more than you thought you were going to like it? Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, I think I, that. Yeah, if nothing else, I would qualify it, but I could qualify yeah. it. But yeah, definitely. As far as like, you know, finding the love, you know, finding finding the love in it, or like having to love something. I think the fact that we both walked away from this being, I mean, you being sort of anti Beyonce in a sense and me being just completely, in, in, yeah, <laughs> not even in a sense, just, that's just, let's call it what it is. Yeah. And me being kind of indifferent, leaning towards rather not ever listening to Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. The, the fact that we could both watch and listen to this thing and then come out of it and be like, oh yeah, it was way better than I thought it was going to be is, uh, I mean, I think that's a testament to yeah, it. But it's yes. more it's definitely more so, interesting than the stuff she's done before. Yeah, it definitely is. But I think and part of that obviously is fueled by what appears to be sort of a traumatic event, you know, that yeah. sort of triggered this like outpouring of more than just sort of like pop syrup kind of, you know, t- very vapid girl power type stuff. Yeah. But the other argument that I could make 
just because I have to, because, you know, how I feel about Beyonce is that the amount of people that worked on this project yeah, and what it is, it almost would be hard to not find something to like, like to like it more because like you take the cinematography all, you know, when we looked at the credits, like there's like fucking like 950 people worked on it. Yeah. And it's kind of like, well, okay. I mean, yeah. But I mean, the bottom line is she decided to create it, right? Like she could have just recorded another album that was like the rest of them. So whether or not she had help, I think that the fact that she took the chance to actually do this is, is yeah, that's fair is, you know, at least worth some, some credit. Yeah, definitely. And And like I said, there's definitely things in it that I did just like, like I wish that all her music sounded like formation. I'm so, I'm so much more curious now. Let's, I mean, Okay. Taking the music out of it entirely, mm-hmm. just the 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 storyline of the whole thing. I'm just so curious as to how she got the closure or enough. Um, I mean, she talks about how you have to get over something. You have to kind of work together, mm-hmm. right? Her, her and Jay-Z, they need to work together to figure this out. And it's not just like something that she needs to do or he needs to do. They need to grow together to like you know, make it work or whatever. But I, they don't, she doesn't really explain how she, you know, was able to get her her mind to that point, right? I think there's a missing a missing piece where, you know, where the where the, the dead people from, um, from Katrina are that would explain why she's suddenly, not okay with it, but like willing to work on it. I guess maybe the kid, is that yeah? Are people coming together in times of crisis? Maybe that could be maybe a stretch. Oh, but uh, I see what you did there. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's interesting too. There's a lot of another thing that I liked. Mm-hmm. A lot of personal moments in in the in the video, and I don't I don't I don't just mean like moments of truth where she talks about being cheated on, whatever. But like actual video footage of her with her parents when she was a kid, mm-hmm. uh, you know, her with Jay-Z. And, like, you can tell that a lot of it is not manufactured. For example, her grandmother's 90-something birthday or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it. That, I found that kind of interesting, not, not, not from a voyeuristic perspective, but the fact that she was just willing to put that out there. Because if I was in her position, I probably wouldn't want people to know all about my personal life. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, definitely, but I think that, like many people, at, on her tier of the pyramid, your Jay Z, your Drakes, like they understand exactly how much they need to release to people, you know, like mm-hmm. to when your job is basically to be an object of. But she doesn't attention. have. She doesn't have to do that, right? Like it's not like Katy Perry. We're watching her, her like childhood videos. Uh, doesn't she have that movie that was in theaters? Does she? That's entirely about that. It's like a documentary, like behind the scenes. Oh, I haven't seen it. Uh, <laughs> Didn't even know that existed. But I take no, that but back. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, yeah, no, de- definitely. There, so I don't know. There's like, a, there's definitely a lot of cool and interesting stuff happening there. I felt like there's a lot of interesting. Uh, another part that I really liked, along mm-hmm. with the formation part, was. Um, towards the beginning when uh, there's all those women on that bus with the with the like w- almost like war paint or like traditional like paint yeah, yeah. they're like dancing in unison um kind of reminded me 
there's sort of touches of like um, Mark Romanek music videos, like the guy that did Jay-Z's 99 Problems. Okay. And uh, a lot of his videos really seem to sort of capture the artist. Uh, even if it seemed like a generic concept, it always just felt like, oh yeah. Like when I think of Jay-Z, even still, I think of the 99 Problems video. Mm. Just, you know, it just captured like his personality and his attitude and and all of his videos are like that. And I felt like there was definitely bits and pieces in this video or this film that for better or for worse, regardless of what I feel about Beyonce seem to really like nail what, at least what she is now, maybe not what she was before in the past, but like how she's matured and like what she's doing now. Like there's elements of this film where it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I get it. Um, and for me, it was honestly, it was mostly the aggressive bits. And I think that was just kind of why I was like, ah, I want to kind of flattened out. Because, uh, you know, it was good to see somebody show, somebody in her position show a little bit of, um, to kind of like break the facade, if you will, you know, the sort of like composed female pop star, you know, who maybe occasionally has like a cheeky song about like, but like this, like it actually seemed like she was just like, fuck y'all. I'm going to fucking take this baseball bat, you know, like the beginning, yeah. like there's a lot well, of crazy shit happening where I was like, there's a lot of anger here. In I the think lyrics. that's why you think it's a concept record because like, I mean, it doesn't exist in a vacuum. You're like, well, they're still together. So this can't be a real thing. Well, except that abuse in relationships happens all the time and people stay together. Yeah, fair enough. But like it would be, it would be almost weird to make an album and movie and release it and be like, you're the fucking worst. Fuck you. Da 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 da. And then still be with that person. Totally. And that's where it seems calculated because it's like that kind of situation where it's like maybe even if that's all true, like what has the reception been? Like it's only going to make their brand the way that it's been. If 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 it's a real thing that happened, this and this is the way that they handled it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just fucking money in the bank, man. <laughs> money in the bank. Title. Didn't titles like numbers like soar after the, was it, was it for Lemonade that was like, oh, it's a title exclusive where people fucking lost their shit or was it Life of Pablo? Maybe. No, it was Life of Pablo first anyway. Yeah. But so, okay. What's your favorite uh, visual album? I am, I am very, I don't know, man. I'm very partial to, I don't know if you could call it an album like chris cunningham the guy that did all the apex twin videos yeah and square pusher and stuff did some pretty cool shit with apex twin but they're more like short films that are a bit longer that like rubber johnny that was pretty fucked up and pretty awesome mm-hmm. um about that shape-shifting kid in the basement doing all that cocaine and just like it's just like fucking like eight minutes of just nightmarish visuals mm-hmm. um i did really like fk twigs melissa um it did because it was kind of similar to this and that each part was very different but it did seem like there was a more a slightly more cohesive narrative through all of these different themes and sort of abstract visuals and also it was not as long so it's a little bit more digestible right um yeah there's good ones man i even like that con- like kanye's runaway was like that was cool, man, because that was sort of like, I feel like, at least with sort of rap or urban music, if you will, it was sort of like the first, it was it was before Kanye really kind of went off the rails and started doing all kinds of stuff. He kind of 
was um, championing the sort of underground backpack rap, not having to be like hard all the time, you know, like Pink Polo, like on his college dropout albums. And then that was like the ultimate expression of like an artsy thing where it wasn't just all thug, like, you know, you almost expect if there had been a film, which there very well could be like a, a video album or visual album before that in this type of music that it would have been something like that. But he had all the ballet dancers, you know, and like the, the keys and the music itself. And that whole part with the guy like running, th- I don't know. It was, it was pretty sick. I'm, it had, a, it had it made an impression on me the first time I saw it. Definitely. Right. What about you? I haven't seen that many. I mean, I'm kind of, my brain is just going back to, other weird ones that like are kind of imagine if no effects the decline was a visual album that'd be amazing i'm surprised nobody's done that with it <clears throat> well no effects has made made a musical i don't know if you know know this about like a punk living on the streets or whatever uh it's ringing a bell yeah and I've... fat mike did all the music for it um but i mean the only ones that i can really think of right now because I don't know, I'm just unimaginative or whatever, or like the wall, yellow mm. submarine. Yeah, like old classic rock. Purple rain. Old rock bands, definitely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But so, I feel like those are even like f- more, more films yeah. by, but you know, like yellow submarine is like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I see what you're saying, though. Definitely. That definitely was like the early, that like paved the way for right. these other types of things. I mean, it's like almost borders on rock opera or something, but like those are the only ones that I can think of. There's probably tons of shit that used to play on the wedge that I just can't remember right now, you know, that I just can't call to mind, like concept mm-hmm. albums that had videos. Fall Out Boy did it recently. Their last album where they released a video for every song and it made like a narrative. I didn't see all of the videos, but. Oh, speaking of weird concept things, how about. Um, uh, Arcade Fires, uh, when they did the suburbs, suburbs, they did that like thing with Google Street View where it would like go through your old neighborhood. No, I didn't see oh, that. Oh, what? Wow. Okay. How, it's, how did it know? It, it's so crazy. Like you give it your old, like you tell it your old address when you where you grew up or whatever. And it like does this weird tour of like your old neighborhood. And like, dude, I got to show this to you when we're done here. Because yeah, it's it like crazy. bananas. Uh, that's a great concept. Anyway, uh, you know, I think we're just droning on yeah. at this point. So, but, uh, you know, whoever, was it Adela? Yeah. Well, yeah. that was, I mean, that was a conversation in the car. Well, we've had a lot. She's definitely not the first person that's told me to watch it, but she was very passionate about it. So my significant other is uh, is pretty obsessed with She's lemonade a big Beyonce fan she love it yeah she she loves it I mean I'm not I'm really tired I'm not totally sold <laughs> but I, but but I will say this helps this helps uh yeah so apparently Rick and Morty is coming out with a concept album what a concept album yeah Given the music, like Get Swifty, given the music that's, is it going to be called Rick and Morty, Getting Swifty? I, I don't know, but I, I tried to do a quick search of concept albums, um, and uh, it, 
something to do. Have you seen the music video for something called Dance Bitch? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. Anyway, yeah, apparently they're. Um, We're gonna do some recommendations here. Some recos. Yeah, let's do some recos. Let's uh, do it. Let's do it. So many things that I could recommend. I'm trying to decide whether I want it because so here's the thing. I know that a lot of the time that I'm just kind of talking shit about Beyonce and I'm always like offering alternatives or being like, oh, you know, well, like check this out or check that out. I'm I'm torn between doing one of those, which I think would be the most fitting, but I can't figure out whether I want it to be somebody that makes more of like a soulful R&B type thing or like a rapper, because here's the thing. I think that uh, there's a lot of amazing female rappers out there and I think that they are very underrepresented and also under the radar like people don't give them their their due okay so maybe uh i don't know do you want to go first while i think about this so you're gonna do music i'm gonna do music yeah hmm what should my suggestion for the week be i think i've already said what do you think should i do a rapper or just like a singer our producer is miming, uh, painting a fence. I think. No, a okay. All right. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I've I've already suggested the Expanse series, which of books. I now. Oh, how's that going? Ways into the first book. How's that going? You like it? Yeah, I still know what the fuck's going on. I'm not that far enough into it, but I definitely like the style. The well, style it, it, it just written. seems a very plausible version of the future. Yeah, it's also very. Uh, I like that it's. Re- I like things that don't treat you like a idiot. Like they and don't explain everything. It's yeah, just kind of like, oh, you'll like, figure it out. Yeah, it's basically. It's almost like you're reading a book about the events closer to the time that they're actually happening in the book because it just is sort of like, yeah, you should understand what I mean when I talk about like a crash couch or like a bit of technology, and you're just like, you just kind of have to keep reading to like see what that means. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, well, what is it that I can suggest because. What was the last film I saw? I I totally walked into this 100% unprepared. Okay, I got one then. Okay, you, you go first. So, uh, Elise wants me to mention a singer. So, I, I think I even mentioned her earlier. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've re- recommended it before, but Banks. She's got a new album coming out. I believe it's called Alter, but I could be wrong. Um, I also think she's from LA, but Banks. She Banks. is uh, not, not to be confused with Banks, the singer from interpol who also has a, a solo project called banks but yeah banks first album is called goddess i think it's pretty fantastic it basically is like it'd make I, me really happy if her first name was hillary hillary bang anyway go uh ahead. go on i don't believe it is um kind of lost my train of thought there oh yeah sorry anyway um yeah, considering sort of my feelings on formation at the end of the Beyonce album and how it kind of felt a little different, I feel like Banks has basically worked with producers like Son and, uh, I don't know, I think Teed and a bunch of, uh, <laughs> ah, yes, uh, a bunch of really great electronic, like dark, um, kind of of the moment electronic producers. Yeah. And then she just has these really like kind of raw, sultry vocals that a lot of her lyrics seem very... Um, kind of like we were talking with about with Beyonce, like what you liked, like very personal, like very, like almost like 
yeah. painfully personal. Like it's like she's just telling you, like you're having a conversation with somebody who is just telling you some bad shit. Right. Um, but yeah, it just there's like a there's a lot of like passion in it. Uh, and anyway, yeah, she's she's got a new record coming out. She's been releasing singles and they're great. I would recommend better. So maybe we can cue that up. Better waiting game are good entry points, but better is like a single that she put out either early this year or late last year. Okay. And uh, maybe we can drop that at the end here. I'll try to remember that because in the last episode, we were talking about anime theme songs and you asked me to queue up an anime theme song. Oh, did I? Forgot about that. And I put in a different one because I was like, oh, this is going to be the theme song. And then I listened to the episode back and I was like, oh, you mentioned one that I didn't use. So I'll try to remember this time to... uh, Use Banks. I actually did. Yeah. The theme song I chose was from Naruto. I don't know if you remember. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I just think it would be, it'd be like relevant. Like if people are listening to this or they're like, oh, I'm going to go listen to Formation or listen to like Beyonce's mm-hmm. Lemonade again or like tracks off of it. And like, they're sick of me just being like, but listen to all this other stuff. This would be like a good, like, okay, here's now that I've been talking about it. Here's a song, another song that I like. like right. This. Well, I think I came up with a suggestion. Okay. Shoot. Play it on me. I was actually playing it as you walked in the door. It was a game called Divinity Original Sin. Mm. This is the enhanced edition. What's enhanced about it? That's just like more weird shit. Because okay. in the same way that anyone who's played uh, the you know the most recent Elder Scrolls game, what's it called again? I don't Oblivion. No, the one after that with the dragons and shit. I don't know. I don't really. F- I just what? Morrowind, Daggerfall. No, you're just getting older now. <laughs> Daggerfall is the only one that I played in you, any. Sort you're of telling me that you haven't played the the newest one? No, I haven't really played any of them other than Daggerfall. Well, first of all, Daggerfall is amazing. Yeah. Literally, can you can do whatever you want. Yeah, that's why it was so fascinating to me because I was very young and I was just like, this game is fucking confusing and hard but also you've never played skyrim oh skyrim right no holy fuck man i don't even know what you're doing here i told i told you man you might as well you might as well just go home and start playing now open world rpgs the witcher 3 i'd like dip my toes into it with the witcher 3 because it looks so sick and it's just too overwhelming for me i can't play rpgs that are that fucking open world it's just too much because i'm a completionist they'll fucking take me three years to play one of these games you should you should definitely check it out though i'm I'm not like don't play fallout don't play borderlands if that's what that is so so divinity original sin is more like the original fallout it's got like a top-down isometric thing going on but it's much like Skyrim in that, you know, you'll be wandering around in a place that has nothing to do with the original story that, or the mission that took you there. And you'll open a chest and it's a book. And the book, like, you'll, like, pick it up thinking it's a book. And it'll be like, hey, get your hands off me or something. Like, it'll start talking to you. Like, out of nowhere. This is, like, not a chest that you would ever, you know, you could easily have just passed it by. and It never would have occurred to you. But then you pick up this this book and it just like starts talking to you and telling you about like, you know, this wizard mistreated me and all this shit. And it just leads you down this other rabbit hole of like this weird, weird side quest. And it'll like as part of the side quest, you'll like get transported to another dimension at a point. And, and then just it'll just loop back around and you'll be back where you were in the original story. But it just has all these weird one off things that it's not it's not like, you know, you'll talk to somebody and they'll be like, 
my farm's being raided by these goblins. Yeah, go, go stop collect, them. And then collect five chickens. Yeah. I'll reward you with a shitty weapon yeah, that yeah. you'll be able to buy a better one of in a store in like 20 right. more minutes of play. It, yeah. it's, definitely, it's definitely not that. And it, it really rewards you for adventuring, really, more than anything. You know, going off the beaten path, you find interesting stuff. Uh, it's Diablo-esque in that, like, you, the drops seem random. I mean, there's some monsters or characters or whatever that drop specific weapons that, you know, are named after them or whatever. But for the most part, you'll, you never know what you're going to get. And in fact, if you open a chest and then load your game from previous and go back to that chest, the contents is totally different for the cool. most part. You know, I mean, again, those quest items like that book that I was talking about would probably be in a specific chest in a specific area. And then there's so what's cool about it also, though, is you can play multiplayer. So there's up to four uh, members in a party and in a single player game, you control all four members. Um, in a multiplayer game, you can have you and a friend and then each of you have a like henchman. Hmm. But you can play with a buddy and you know how a lot of these games have choice where it's like, Hey, do you want to save the prisoner or do you want to let him die? Because he did this horrible thing right in the game. The, the characters themselves, like within the party can have moral dilemmas with it. Like you, you control their responses. But if you imagine that I was playing and you were playing and you're like, no, save him. And I'm like, no, fuck him, kill him. Then you go into this rock, paper, scissors, mini game. Um, and depending on how high, like you have different skills, intimidate, charm, reason. And let's just say your reason was three, but my charm was five. You know, it's the first to 10 points. So if your reason is three, when we go rock, paper, scissors, if you went around, you get three points. And, mm -hmm. but because my charm is five, if I went around, I get five points and whoever hits 10 first, they're, they're like edict rules. Interesting. Yeah, it's really, really into these like games that have these like incredibly complex and well developed mini games and like side. Yeah. Shit. Oh yeah. That that's that's all I'm interested you, in because I I like to explore. Did you ever play Dink Smallwood? Yeah, yeah. 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 There's a few of those. There's more than one Dink Smallwood game. Yeah. I think there's two or three. Hmm. Yeah. Also, um, what was that Rogue something? Anyway, there there's a yeah, there's a spin-off game too. I'm pretty sure. But Dink Smallwood, this is this is like uh, a uh, you know spiritual um, successor. Yeah, successor to the to the whole Dink Smallwood. Yeah, without I mean without the humor. No, it has humor too. Oh. So like it it plays on tropes as well. Gotcha. So like you know you'll encounter like say that book again, it would make reference to something that might have happened in Lord of the Rings or it will like ape on it, like make a joke about like, you know, at least I didn't go with those two dwarves to throw this ring in the whatever. Like, yeah. They were hobbits. No, I know, but I don't think they would say that in this game. Like, I think they, okay. they don't make it that obvious. You yeah. Know? Maybe halflings. Oh, maybe that's still too obvious. Anyway. Lisa S. No, 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 no. That's too obvious. L. Simpson. <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's a second there's two Dink Smallwoods. But wow. I'm that's a good pull. It's a deep cut. That's Fuck. what we're all about here. <laughs> deep cuts. 
It looks like somebody just made this in their basement. They probably just did make this in their basement. What am I even saying? Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> anyway, getting. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Here you go. <laughs> oh shit! All right. Um, anything else? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.